0: Hey guys, that's from Paranormal Week, Ohio, back at it again with another podcast episode. Tonight's podcast episode is going to be the second and final installment of the Paranormal Police Encounters. Uh, last night's episode was kind of long, about 40 minutes. Tonight's episode might be about the same or a little less, um, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing it. So here are some more stories from actual law enforcement officers that have come across things of the paranormal. So this one, I was a patrol deputy in a small Texas panhandle town in the 1990s. One winter night after a good solid snowfall, I was down the alley behind the business district checking for open doors when I saw a woman at the far end of the alley about a block away standing in the middle of the alley. Looking my direction, white female, long dark hair, wearing a long black evening dress but no coat gloves or anything like that it was after midnight it was very cold so I called miss are you okay she looked at me then turned and stepped into what, a, what I knew was a recessed area behind one of the stores so I got back into the cruiser and drove down there expecting to find the dock door open and the kids of the owners hanging out the dock doors weren't open none of the doors were open and the only thing in that little recessed area was a black cat sitting on the gas meter as I grabbed a flashlight and started looking around figuring I was about to find an intoxicated girl passed out in a snowdrift, <clears throat> the cat hopped off the meter rubbed against my leg and wandered off down the alley Then I realized that not only was there not anyone passed out in the snow, but my footprints were the only ones in the fresh snow. And when I say my tracks were the only ones in the snow, the cat didn't even leave prints either. And I wasn't new to the... Sorry, guys. New to the tracking game. I tracked children across dry glacier before that. I got back into the cruiser... And hightailed it back to the office. Told the dispatcher about it. And she said... Oh. Her. She's been showing up for about 20 years or so. No one has a clue who she is. You see the cat too? I hadn't said anything about the cat. Freaked me the hell out. So, that was one story. I I do believe that there might have been something with the alleyway. And that woman. Maybe she had died there. And the cat I don't I, I don't really know what that can mean unless the cat was with her and she was murdered and they murdered the cat as well but I do believe there's something you know a spirit attachment to that alley the next one goes as a deputy sheriff I was working in a rural town approximately 20 minutes from the main city in my county at approximately 0130 hours I was dispatched to a traffic accident in a canal I arrived on scene with CHP to find an overturned vehicle in an empty canal. No driver or passengers in sight. At first, we figured the driver left the scene after the the traffic accident. But after getting a closer look, the canal floor was muddy and there were no foot impressions leaving the vehicle. Guys, again, I apologize. I'm clearing my throat. and I I got the sniffles. So, I'm trying my hardest not to keep doing this. We lit up the canal and took a side and started walking down the canal to see if anyone had been ejected. We were about to give up when I stopped and looked over to the CHP officer on the opposite side of the canal. I asked if maybe the body was under the car. My flashlight was angled down into the canal and caught the bottom of the two shoe soles with the body of a man covered in mud. I wouldn't have seen him if it weren't for his clean shoe soles. Being a sheriff <coughs> coroner, I set out to notify his next of kin. I found an old address for the man in approximately 0330 hours, 3.30 in the morning. I found a cluster of trailers at the address. None of the trailers had address numbers. I walked around looking for address numbers or maybe a car I could run to get an ID or an idea of what trailer he may have lived in. I found a car with paper plates next to a trailer. I went to the side and attempted to run the VIN number when I heard, I've been waiting for you. It startled me. I turned around and shined my light into the porch. An elderly Hispanic woman was sitting in a rocking chair in the total darkness, just on the porch. I'm sorry, I'm looking for... She stopped me dead in my tracks. I said, she replied, without emotion. I know, my son died about... Two hours ago, I confirmed her son's name and asked if there was anyone with him. She said no. He was alone. He went to a party and had too much to drink. I asked how she knew. He passed. She responded, "At 1:30, he came to me while I was sleeping to say goodbye, and he was sorry. He told me a young cop found him, and would be visiting me soon. So I got up and sat on the porch to wait for you." I told her. I was sorry for her loss and left. I tell this story all the time. And the hair on my arms stand up every time. <clears throat> so, I believe this this, this boy had an out of body experience before he pushed on to the next life. He knew he was dead and he wanted to make sure that his, his mother was okay. So, he went and said goodbye to his mom before he passed on. The next one. While working as a deputy sheriff in Baltimore City in the 1990s, I was in an old federal courthouse. Anyone familiar with Baltimore City knows there is an old circuit court building in the old federal court building. The one Spyro, Spyro T. Agnew was put on trial in. On a break, I was standing in the hallway between the courtroom and the jury room. There were a few people there, including the state's attorney, waiting for court to resume. When the jury room door, which is a large, solid door, just like in the movies, opened slowly, wide enough for someone to walk out, but there was no one there, and then slammed shut. I went over, and the door was locked. Keep in mind that this was a heavy door, and there were no open windows for a breeze to blow in, nor was anyone present in the room at the time. I thought this was very strange. So, I believe, again... Like the other stories we told last night, that this was just a spirit that haunts the old courthouse. It may be the man that was on trial there. um, Or it could be another spirit. And it just likes to play games with people to let them know that they're still there. So, we'll go to the next one. One night, quite a few years back, while working a medium-sized county as a road deputy, I had a reserve officer riding with me on the night shift. We were just outside of the largest city in the county, near an old air base. We had stopped to stretch our legs and take a nature break. (laughs) It was around 3 a.m., plenty dark, away from town, and beautiful, clear, and a mild night. As we were talking and looking up at the night sky, something caught my eye. Due west, there was a bright white light of good size that appeared to be, from my angle, of view maybe 200 yards above the treetops and several miles away. What caught my eye was it was changing colors. I know at night stars appear to be flickering different colors at times, especially if you are staring at them. But this was not a flicker. This object was slowly changing colors. White at first, then it faded into a bright red and stay that color for about two minutes. It then faded into blue Again, for about two minutes, then went on <clears throat> for about 10 minutes as we watched it. So it was no plane. Their marker, light flash. Well, after about 15 minutes, it started to move. Slow at first, side to side, and then up and down. This was very noticeable, as it moved quite a ways. You could tell by using the stars in the background for reference. It moved this way for a little bit, then stopped and did a loop, or a circle then went back stationary. I got a call from one of the city officers who asked me to meet him at a farm implement place there at the edge of town. I asked the reserve to kind of keep an eye on the object if he could. When I arrived at the place, we were to meet the other officer. A sergeant was parked facing the road and that put me pulling up beside him me facing due west he wanted to check if I had my paperwork on an arrest I had assisted with him earlier in the night as we were talking I was looking up and watching the object it was still doing what it had been doing the sergeant had noticed that I seemed to be preoccupied he said in a fairly loud and commanding voice will you please stop watching that 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 thing whatever it is I asked him How did he know what I was watching? He said he had been watching that damn thing for about an hour, off and on, and it was creeping him out. Suddenly, I shouted, damn, here it comes. The sergeant put his patrol car in gear and tore out of there like his tail was on fire. The reserve, I had a great laugh out of that. Sorry, guys, I'm trying not to cough out of that for about 10 minutes. Then over the years, about the time we had settled, I went back to checking our light. And while I was watching it, it appeared to do just move up rather quickly, about a couple hundred yards. And then as if turning away from us, it was gone. Now, the strange part was there here was about five or six years ago, a gentleman contacted me saying he was a UFO investigator. And asked if we could meet. I asked why. He said that he had information that I had reportedly seen a possible UFO some years ago. He stated the approximate date, time, and location. I asked how he knew this. He said that he was looking into that sighting in that area. And happened to speak with a dispatcher. Who said she remembered me talking about it. I asked for his name. If and who he was working for and a phone number which he gave with no problem I told him I would get back to him within 24 hours he said okay I made contact with that dispatcher she still worked at the sheriff's office where I had worked the time with her she confirmed the story I did an internet search of him and the organization he said he was doing the research for which he was a freelancer on the website I read a couple of his reports, stories and even saw a picture of him I called him the next day, and we set a date to meet. In a public place, of course. Well, I told him my story and asked why the interest now. He said that a man had finally reported what he had seen near his place about a UFO. He also said that a couple of neighbors had also given him statements about it, and that he had stopped by the local sheriff's office to see if anyone else might have reported it. And that's how he came to talk to the dispatcher I had worked with, and she had given him my name. He explained that a law enforcement officer gave the sighting a little more credibility, and in turn, the others seeing it gave me more credibility. At the time of the incident, I didn't think a whole lot about it, but for some reason, this kind of shook me up a little bit. So like I said yesterday before the episode, we were going to have some, you know, a couple stories about UFO sightings, UFOs and cryptids and spirits and demons are all part of the paranormal world. I know that my part of it focuses on demons, angels, spirits, cryptids and things like that. I I rarely talk about UFO sightings. Um, If you guys enjoyed the UFO, let me know, leave me a message, comment down on this reply on this. Or go to ParanormalInkOhio.com and send me a message saying that you would want to hear more about possible UFO sightings. And I'll put them in you know later episodes, make a live out of it, make another podcast out of it. <clears throat> so we're going to move on. My partner and I were patrolling the old Victorian area of downtown Los Angeles around Mateo Street. When all of a sudden there was a security guard screaming in fear. The security guard was so afraid. Sweating profusely and crying, the man jumped in front of our squad car. We almost hit him. I asked him to relax and to tell me what happened. The security guard said, Do you see that warehouse across the street there? I said, Where? He said, The one with the rusty tin roof, right over there. I answered him saying, Yes, I see it. He said, Well, I was doing my rounds inside the warehouse, and I saw the ghost of an old woman in a dress standing in the air, four feet off the floor. She pointed her index finger to me and said, If you are here one more minute, I will kill you. Her eyes were glowing red and her hair was moving in the air, like there was wind inside of the warehouse. At that point, I stopped what I was doing and ran for my life out of that warehouse. I asked my partner if he thought that was a mental case. He said that he did not know. We decided to ask the guard for his supervisor number and gave him a call. The supervisor agreed to meet us. Once he arrived, he stepped away from his pickup and walked to us. The guard was across the street waiting. I explained to the supervisor the situation and asked him if there was a possibility that it was that his worker was hallucinating or if he had a history of mental illness. He laughed and said, "No, no, no. Officer, you don't understand. Of the seven workers that we sent to work in that warehouse all seven have seen the ghost of a witch to the point that four of them asked to be relocated to a different post and the remaining three have resigned because they refused to work there again i asked my partner do you feel like taking a peek there very loudly he said hell no so guys that is the end the final part of the paranormal police encounters um, I hope you guys enjoyed these two parts. I, I loved looking this one up, guys. There's so many great stories that was told by law enforcement officers. And if there's any law enforcement officers listening right now, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for putting your life on the line every single day and night for us to be safe. Um, the police department, you, you guys have no idea how much I appreciate the things that you do. Um, you keep us all safe. You keep my kids safe. You go to these crazy situations that nobody would want to be in and you guys sign up for that and I think that y'all should be paid a whole lot more than what you're paid. (laughs) So, I'm glad you guys enjoyed tonight's episode. Remember, tomorrow night at 10 p.m. will be another podcast episode and as always, you can go to paranormalinkohio.com there will take you to the main business page. There you can check out some more ghost hunts, ghost stories. You can also look at the crystals and the powers that they hold. All sage bundles for everything Cleansing and Bracelets, necklaces and pins That go along with the crystals From there you can go to Paranormal Ink Ohio group That is our group page on Facebook There we talk about all things paranormal You send us ideas To let me know of what you want to hear I do the research, I make a show out of it I have you on sometimes Or I give you a shout out From there you can go to Paranormal Ink Ohio At YouTube or TikTok There you can see some old ghost hunts Some ghost stories and some other things on there And of course, on every podcast venue available, you can check out Paranormal Inc. Ohio podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as as much as I did. I loved saying this. I'm sorry about the coughing and the clearing of my throat and the sneezing, guys. I'm I'm feeling kind of ran down. I got a little bit of a sniffles. And I'm just, I didn't want to not do tonight's episode. So I went ahead and did it. I hope you guys enjoyed it very, very much. You know, I do this for you guys each and every day. Um, I love each and every one of you. Thank you so much, guys. And I hope everybody has a great night. And you will hear from me tomorrow night. Oh, and don't forget, Thursday nights at 10 p.m. on Facebook, we go live for a discussion about the paranormal. Friday nights, we go live for Fear Friday Lives at 10 p.m. There we go into an in depth conversation about the paranormal and we do live hunts. So. Guys, ParanormalInkOhio.com takes you straight to the main business page on Facebook. You can go to Facebook and just type in Paranormal Inc. Ohio. That will take you to the main business page and to the group page. Check us out, guys. I hope you guys enjoy. And again, thank you guys oh so very much. Have a nice night, guys.